podcast where we talk a little laugh a lot and no there comments. we go we got the laughing in early sure potentially in my like deep dive of all these like psychological things i'm sure that pause was something it like means something okay well, i don't know anyway or it just mean your brain farted and you forgot what to say uh no no it's just our intro is always like a challenge um <laughs> lauren we are recording at a different time of day and at night again oh boy it's nighttime again <sighs> and those are my favorite because it always gets a little weird i know it does which i don't Okay. What? Why are we like not this? weird? Like no, 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 kind of way. no. But it does. It gets like we. It's a different, it's a different vibe energy. and energy. It's been totally. It's been some time. Yeah. Um. Sure. We're both. Uh. We missed last week because we couldn't. I couldn't get my shit together. A little bit. Me too. If uh, I'm being we honest. both had weird weeks last week, it's and been then a lot. It's just a like thing where we bank stuff, but like every once in a while we just like can't get back in, like for whatever reason. Yeah. And uh, it's like. It's fine, whatever. But we didn't have a we didn't have an episode last week. We didn't. We and took a mental health day. We had a mental health day. It happens. We got to do that to everybody. Uh, everyone's got to. Nope. Everyone's got to have a mental health day sometimes. I in fact took we a, day, have a mental breakdown. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to me. Um, <laughs> the kids call it a menti b. No, that's no. I hate that. Sure, that's what they call the it. Answer is no, thank you. Um, I did take a personal like a mental health day last week off of work, and I had to like get my car fixed and all sorts of fun stuff. So. Uh, We're both doing great. Adulting is wonderful. Adulting is happening. Well, it's interesting. Obviously, I'm older than you and, like, just turned 40. And, like, that's the thing I'm dealing with. But what's fun is that a lot of people my age are having, like, mental breakdowns. Yeah, man. And we're all coming to grips with, like, some sort of, like, trauma from our childhood in which we didn't deal with anything. It's been very fun to talk to friends about. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, so, uh, the, the show I'd like to discuss, what a good segue. Oh my gosh, it is a good segue. <laughs> sure, I didn't mean to do that, but it is a good it's segue. You're so, welcome. Um, the show I'd like to discuss, uh, the title sure, of it, about? uh, could alternately just be the name of this podcast forever. Um, uh, and it's in title only, like, women on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Because <laughs> this yeah. week, at least for sure, I think yeah. you and I have just been, like, just oh, embodying it's, that. It's been a, it's been a time, and, um, uh, yeah, I think... In a funny way. Well, it's funny because you had already been thinking about doing this one mm-hmm. before. Yeah. But now it really does just encompass our lives. So, like. Well, and, like, again, in title only because the, the problems yeah. that these people in this sure. show have are not quite the same as Yeah. What uh, we're we going just want to be clear if you're familiar with this show, we're not having these problems. No, these but, are not the problems know. we're working through. We're just, you know, things are stressful. And, like, I, you know, I yeah. have a job that's very stressful and you have, like, a lot of things going on that are very sure, stressful. Sure. We haven't job even included. talked about uh, the turns that my job has taken in the last couple weeks in which, like, good, but, like, um, oh, I just have had to be like crack the whip a little bit more, mm. which is sad. And we're trying to like implement. We're we're on the precipice of like implementing change, but it's like, ooh, we just got to get over that last hump. But of course, it's like the mount. So mount. that's kind of what happened. Mount we would talk about it offline. Also, uh, listeners, I'm eating dinner because she is eating dinner. This is happening. This is this is what we do. I just listen. We have lives. We have to eat. So I'm. If you hear that, sorry, gross or weird ASMR. But I mean, move away from the mic while you chew. I guess. Stop. Just kidding. Okay. I'm cutting that out. No, do that. Do the echo effect on that. <laughs> you like the echo effect. It's too my much. favorite. It's so much. I do love it. Okay, okay. so 
let's talk about women on the verge of a nervous breakdown. All right. Um, Karen, first talk to me about your experience with this show. Do you, have you, like, what do you know about it? Because we've seen, never talked about it offline. Sure. I've seen a bunch of bootlegs of it yeah. in which this is, I think, a very popular college uh, show to do. So, yeah. Less so maybe, like, community theater, but definitely I feel like the versions I have seen have been, like, solid college versions. Um, maybe I haven't seen a bootleg. Who knows? Um, yeah, we, as always, this podcast does not endorse bootlegs. Um, but I love the music to it. I think it's like such a fun show, uh, correct. Uh, to listen to and just like the music is good and there's, we'll, we'll get into it of like which ones we like the best, but, uh, it's just, it's, it's fun. It's a fun show and it has people in it. I mean, obviously the great Patty Lapone, who's, no longer doing theater because she quit that, I guess. But retired anyway. Well, you know, I think she just got sick of it. But Fair. um, you know, it's it, it it's a it's one of her like not a not a show I normally associate with her necessarily. Like when you think of Patty Lupone, you think of a like company Anything and goes, like um that. Phantom things like that. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely super fun, and um, it has a bunch of people. The original Broadway cast, and we'll get to that later. But yeah. a bunch of people you know, and oh, yeah. pretty famous. So, yeah, that yeah. was the thing. I was listening to it on the way here because I had to like refresh my memory on the music because I've seen it once in a local production, mm-hmm. and then I have listened to the music a few times. So I was listening to the music, and I was like, I, you know, listen, I knew Brian Stokes Mitchell was in it, um, and Correct. he is fantastic. But every time I listen to him sing, all I think about is ragtime. <laughs> Well, that's what I was just saying. Also, not a show I associate with Brian Stokes Mitchell, but um, I know it's hard to hear his voice and not just immediately be like Cole House yeah. Walker Jr. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Sherry Renee Scott is the one that I always think of mm-hmm. for this show. Um, I was actually approached to do this show like in the local production that I saw, um, but I like the schedule didn't work out or something. And I think the character I was supposed to play was Sherry Renee Scott. What's your What do you feel about Sherry Renee Scott? I I don't know. I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I don't love her. Oh, I, I, I like her generally. I mean, she and I have similar, I'm not gonna say we have like the same voice cause that's not true, sure. but we have similar voice types. You have played parts she has played. I've played a few of a her few, parts. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I like, I, I, I like her more than I like Idina Menzel who also has a similar voice oh, type God. to me and I hate Oh that. God, it's been months since we've Here talked we about oh, it, but oh God. Sure. <laughs> just to recap, Lauren, <laughs> not a fan of Idina Menzel. Leah Michelle can't read. Okay, that's yeah, all the things we, you need to know. Dude, okay, I saw my friend from out of town last night, and we talked about Leah Michelle for like a long time. Me and my friend, an autumn, allegedly, she uh, is just the worst human in the world. And whether she can read or not, she fucking sucks. So. Sure, this is a little side tangent, but did you see that she just maybe like in an article something addressed that and said she's reached out to former cast members to like talk about her toxic behavior? And I was like. Which ones? Yeah. I don't think you have. I think that's a lie. Have they talked about that? No, I think that's a lie. That's gross. I don't know. She's, anyway, um, that's, that's a start. We could do a whole podcast on how much I do not like Michelle. Honestly, maybe. I'm not a fan either. No. So anyway, um, that's fine. Sherry and I, Scott, I can see why, I can, it can hear why maybe you may not be a fan of some of her stuff, but I generally am on board. So anyway, Women on the Verge, um, workshopped in 2009 at the Lincoln Center, um, the workshop Salma Hayek, Jessica Biel, Matthew Morrison were in that. That was kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> so um, that's cool. Um, and then in sure. 2010, uh, Salma Hayek. I don't. I don't know who is she playing. Probably Peppa. I don't know. Sure. Who then would go on to be given to um 
like the whitest lady of all time yes okay. so here's the, and maybe we'll talk about this right now this sure. i think is the thing that i i don't like about this show and it's the only thing i don't like about it uh when you listen to the cast recording um it's set in madrid and we'll get into the plot in a minute but like it's set in madrid in spain and all of these white people on the cast recording are doing very weird not great accents sure sure there's a bunch of white people anyway yeah just except for brian stoves mitchell um who <laughs> is not white but like they all do like a very a very bad spanish accent. very like spanglish yeah like, i am do yeah but it's like the first i haven't listened to it in a long time so i was listening to it today and i was like this is the maybe the only problem i have with this it's like mm-hmm. a little on the not like a, it's like appropriated <laughs> a little bit on the it, it, well to be so. fair when it came out Still offensive, but, like, not in the same world we live in now. No, when it's not written, like, Avenue Q is written to be offensive, right? right? And, like, this is not that. It's just celebrating things. But, anyway, so that's the thing. Um, It hit the Broadway in, looks like, 2010. Mm-hmm. Um, And then closed pretty quickly after. Yeah, it didn't um, have a long run. Because it didn't sell very well. But, um, yeah. Yep. 69 regular performances. Nice. Oh, my God. I'm back. I'm, oh my god we're hitting gustav gustav now we've hit all the tropes here we go all the recurring things in this pod idina menzel boo leah michelle bad lauren being like 69 and then giggling like a middle school boy and now i've said gustav gustav that's yes, all our things that's our whole and, podcast in a nutshell hey guys well we did it this week we'll talk to you guys next week okay so it's 1989, 80, what, 87 in Spain. This is act one of Women on the Verge. Here we go. An answering machine, a lover's voice in the night asks, Peppa, Peppa, are you there? Is there any good way to say goodbye? And the woman startles awake and rushes to the phone. Ivan, Ivan, she cries, but it's too late. He's gone. This is very dramatic. Uh, it is a dramatic time. Yeah, this is good. As the day breaks, the city and its inhabitants come to life. The ubiquitous and philosophical Mambo taxi driver sings of a place and time of joy and passion, a world where there's where an entire life can be rewritten in one day. And he introduces that we are in Madrid, which is like a nice little way to be like, here's the setting, audience. Yeah. A song called a song. Madrid. Um, Peppa is a working actress and singer. She arrives at a film recording studio where she is scheduled to uh, dub a duet with Ivan. Still reeling from his message and hoping to get some answers, she is disappointed to learn he has already laid down his vocal tracks and gone. Burn. What a burn. Honestly. Uh, She sings uh, to his recorded voice. We hear her thoughts in the conversation she would have had with Ivan if only he were here in a song called Lie to Me. I think, sure, this show is interesting because it plays a little bit with, like, time and space. Mm, Yeah. So, you you know, you're, like, in present day, but also, like, you get these little, like, could have been, like, vignette type things. Yeah. uh, Which I think is cool. I mean, I, 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 I like that. Yeah, it's neat. Um. She faints from the emotion of the song. Okay. Very dramatic. Again, on the verge. Yeah. Um, she faints from the emotion of the song, and a doctor is called. Peppa admits that she's been experiencing Uh-oh. some morning sickness for the past few weeks. Uh-oh. She's been, you know, like every trope, the minute a woman vomits, she's automatically peregrinate. Sure. I don't want to, like, reveal a lot, but there are a lot of days I wake up, and I'm like, I kind of don't feel good. I'm a little nauseous, and I'm. it's not from pregnancy. Same. So. Same. Honestly, same. Um. There we are. Sure. I'm not it's, pregnant. It's just the stress of being a woman in today. Okay, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the patriarchy, you know? Ooh, now we've hit all the things. <laughs> How many other, like, silly... No, no, no. I actually think those four are it, but, um, you know, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yep. 
so the patriarchy. Um, so she is uh, has been getting sick in the morning for the last few weeks. The doctor insists on running some tests just to be sure. Peppa protests. There's only one thing wrong with her, and it's an ailment that seems to be affecting every woman in town. And she sings like a lovely song called Love Sick. And it's, it's very cute. Sure. Um, Peppa sets off to find Ivan at his apartment and learns that he hasn't slept there in weeks. She leaves a card to let him know he was there, but it is quickly snatched away by a mysterious woman. Aided by the Mambo taxi driver, she pursues um, her through the streets. I assume her is the woman. Yes. She's like chasing yeah. her around. The woman is Lucia Beltran. Am I saying that right? It's true. Beltran? Beltran? Sure. Beltran? I don't know. Um, I have no idea. Ivan's ex-wife, who is suing him for his desertion of her 20 years before and uh, resulting in time in a mental facility. So she... All these women on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Verge of a nervous breakdown. Story Um, checks out. Back in her apartment, Lucia goes through a trunk of memories, letters closed, uh, in an old record, and she sings a song called Time Stood Still, um, sung beautifully by Patti LuPone on the Sure, we didn't talk about... So uh, Peppa is Sherry Renee Scott. Yes. Uh, and then uh, Lucia is Patty Lapone. Mm-hmm. Ivan is Brian Stokes Mitchell. Yeah. And then there will be other people we'll talk about in a minute. Sure. But we'll, that's we'll people. That's there. the people we're talking about right now. We're talking about. If you're trying to like right imagine, sure. If you in which to think both voices. those women have like very distinct voices. Yeah. So like I don't know, get that in your head. Voices and and like looks. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Sure, white people, but okay. Um, <laughs> yes. Times is still blah blah blah. So uh, the song takes her back to a happier time, full of hope. Lucia is brought, brought, brought hmm. Lucia is brought back to the present by the appearance of her shy, stammering son Carlos. Who I read in, an, in the uh, upper part of this page was played by it's Justin Guarini. Yeah, American Idol runner. American Idol's Justin Guarini, Justin who Guarini. was the runner-up to Kelly Clarkson in the inaugural <laughs> season of American Idol. I know this stuff. I. I know, bud. <laughs> well, here's why. Because, uh... This is a very, very pointed sharing yeah, event. Yeah, because <laughs> it was like... You guys don't know, because now American Idol exists, like, kind of as a joke. In the periphery of and, a, a yeah, social yeah, yeah. culture, But I when think. it, like, first debuted, uh, it was wild. And people were... It was, like, crazy. It was a big deal for people. It was a very big deal. So, yeah. um... And actually, Justin Guarini... I don't think he had, like, a super successful recording career, but I think has gone on to be pretty Broadway staple. Like, has definitely done some Broadway stuff. This was his, yeah, his this debut. This was his debut, yeah. yeah. Sure, I read that and then forgot to mention it until right now. So, it's anyway, totally, I mean, it's pretty Lucia's funny. son, Carlos, played by Justin Guarini. Um, and uh, he's stammering. And then uh, he also has an unhappy, frustrated fiancé named Marissa. They inform Lucia that they will be looking for apartments tomorrow in anticipation of their upcoming wedding. Furious at being abandoned once again, Lucia throws Carlos' suitcases out into the night. You know, like you do when your son decides to be a grown-up. So sorry, uh, derailed myself to Justin Guarini's stage career. Oh, dear God. Um, so aside from Nervous Breakdown, he also was an American Idiot. Okay. And then... Who do you play in American Idiot? Sure, it just says Will. He played Will. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, he was a replacement. And then... That's cool. Was also Fiero and Wicked because Everyone's every male <laughs> in that age range has played Fiero. Everybody has done Fiero. Um, my favorite is still Adam Lambert, but that's fine. And then a lot of regional work. Yeah. Okay. Well, good for him. Paint Your Wagon, Mamma Mia. Sure, I'd like to see him in Mamma Mia. I assume he's like Sky. Uh, sure, it doesn't say, but like, sure, sure, surely. Who, like, who else would he be? Adorable. Um, okay. That's oh my all. God. My students. Okay, so we do this cabaret project. Um, 
this just like gives me a way to get another concert in because I have to have a certain number of concerts, right? And uh, the kids, my kids came to me the other day, two of them, and they were like, Ms. Ruth, we know what song we want to do for our cabaret project. Have you ever heard this song before? And they played Money, Money, Money from freaking Mamma Mia. You're like, I, I have heard it. And I have. It. And then I just started playing it on the piano, and they were like, how did you know? And I was like, well, I've done the, I've done the show before. You're like, good talk, kids. And they were like, for me. You wait, you sang this song, didn't you? And I was like, Yeah, it's my favorite song in the show, and it's third. So uh, then it's all downhill from there for me. Sure, unintentional sucking up, but like good for them. They accidentally sucked up a little bit, but these are nice. Uh, kids that you I know like what? Me. I got like we could talk about a little tangent of like sure. recently, I have some like new kids to my program, and like kids who have been around me, or just I guess I feel like my general demeanor, um, sucking up doesn't work with me. Nah. I it immediately repels you from me in a way that. Like, I'm not going to punish you for it, but it doesn't, it really doesn't do you any favors. No favors. And so I have some, like, kids now who are a little bit in that place, and I have to be like, no. And other kids have been like, don't, don't do that. That's bad. (laughs) And I said, you know, I'll tell you offline, but, like, just in a way, because it's specific. But, like, kids, I'm going to tell you, if you're in a program where you have to suck up, I'm so sorry, because that means that program sucks. But if you're not, don't do it. Just stand on your confidence and your talents, and that will be enough, and it will shine through. And if you have a good person running it, don't. Well, and, like, there's something to be said for, like, if you want to get close to the person who's running your program because you enjoy them as a person, that's different, right? If I'm your favorite teacher and you just, like, show up in my room, that's fine. I'm not going to give you any special treatment because you do that. I know. I did say the other day, I was like, this is why I'm glad I'm not a teacher because these kids would be in my room all the time, and I'd be like, get out. Yeah. Get out. Just kidding. I love talking. If you're listening and you're in my program, I love talking to you. And please feel like you can come talk to me anytime. But it's the thing where, and this is stood true even in my own program, my other program, in mm. which kids usually, freshman, sophomore year, are scared of me. Yeah. Junior year, they are starting to realize I'm joking a lot. And then by the senior year, you know I'm, like, full of shit. So it's fine. She is actively full of shit. Yep. So um, Lucia throws Carlos's suitcases out into the night because she's mad at him for being a grown-up, which is kind of fucked up. But that's fine. Um, as Carlos and Marissa gather their things from the street below, they question their relationship in the future together. And they sing a song called My Crazy Heart. Sure. Marissa is Nika Graf, Nika, Nika Graf Lanzarone. I don't know who that is. Sure, potentially the only, like, ethnic person in the show. Oh. Anyway, that's a problem. All right. Um, so that's cool. Um, the next morning, Peppa re- returns home to an answering machine full of messages. <laughs> it's like 27. Like, it's great. It's, <laughs> it's so awesome. good. From her best friend, the fashion model, um, and hopeless, an eternal romantic, Candela. Sure. This is Laura Benanti. favorite character. She's and so good. It's, I, like, Laura Benanti's been in a thousand good things. Like, maybe yeah. we'll try to, maybe, sure, maybe we'll do Laura Benanti. Not us, not us, Laura. Does not this her. right now, but... She's great in this show, and uh-huh. I this song that she sings is amazing. This song is so funny. It's a little, I think one of the longer songs in the oh, show. Oh, for sure. Like every song I was actually listening to in the car, and every song is like three minutes and twenty two seconds easy. <laughs> and then this song's like five minutes. It's, long. it's awesome, but it's so good. Um, so she's like found a. She says she's found a perfect man, except for one small hitch. He may be an international terrorist. Um, and the song is model behavior, and it's, it's awesome. just like it goes through like every single one of her messages well, with exactly. increasing franticness. Exactly. Oh my god, it's so funny. Um, the stage. So sorry, I maybe have watched, but like, but the stage version of her doing it. Oh, I'm sure is hilarious. Yeah, because it's like there's so there's like little musical interludes in between each message. Is like but da 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 da. Like yeah. it goes through the thing. Latin and English. in that way, she like spins into like a different place. You yeah. know, so like now she's on set getting her picture taken. She's in her apartment. Da da da. But this song is so fun. 
and I think not done enough. Yes. But my favorite is when she yells, I'm on the fucking phone. Yeah. Like, it's great. <laughs> yeah. And then when she's like in the payphone and she's like, oh, it looks like they spelled vagina yeah, wrong. Like, it's say. so funny. Yeah. Uh, and she does it so, so well. My favorite part of this song is when she's like, this is like that time I thought I saw a spider on the floor and you said it was a raisin. And she's like, I don't even eat raisins. <laughs> so I don't eat a raisin. And then it moved. And then it bit me in my toe. Sure. It's like, <laughs> it's, just it's so um, good. Do you know what it is? It's your friend who is always like stream of consciousness, like mm-hmm. where she just is going, uh, and then and it's great because she's like, Peppa, where are you? Why won't you pick up? It's I need you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, I just it's like so so funny. So anyway, this is a song I gotta great. put on my like on my like to sing list for like cabaret. Absolutely. And stuff. Gosh, it's it's good funny. Um, so the song, yeah, it's model behavior. Well, guys. I will say to you, it, and really it's like funny. um the end of the song because it's like pop important. The, it's it's her so the whole thing has like sound cues too where it sounds like she's rewinding and then playing playing, playing these messages the message, yeah. and then the last one is like peppa it's ivan yeah blah 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 and it gets cut off and it goes tape has is yeah. out of has run inbox end of yeah something. inbox full yeah. sure for those of you who don't know because maybe you don't know what an answer machine is so an answer machine back in the day <laughs> used to actually have like a it's tape inside awesome. like a cassette tape inside yeah and you could only record it would only record messages to a certain point and then it would be full and then later it would become digital but still like an, a separate thing so essentially like an external voicemail that had like a cassette tape in it yeah so you could only leave like finite amount of time before it ran out of tape and so the end of the song just ends with him being like and i want to tell you and then it runs out answer machine full yeah. and it's like oh <laughs> burn so anyway burn. yes so which um, makes it like funnier it is way funnier um so she is um wandering around her penthouse apartment and remembers the life she shared there with ivan she sings a song called island um meanwhile back in his old studio ivan is packing to leave town when he receives a visit from carlos Torn between his mother and his fiance, the young man receives a lesson from his golden-voiced father in how to communicate Ooh. with women called the microphone. Sure, that this is, is a, a fun way. <laughs> that is a fun song, but a fun way to also describe Brian Simpson's Mitchell. Golden-voiced? Like golden yes. It's like, no lies detected. No, it's that's accurate. No further questions on that. Um, but I do like in this song, like halfway through, he's like, yes, that's what the microphone's for. Uh, and then he just starts singing nothing. He's like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like <laughs> hilarious. Sure. Um, and that comes Did you back see, later. So in the workshop, it was uh, Paul Schott. Oh, no, I didn't. Who not. he in he was in the revival of South Pacific and played. What's his face? The French guy. The guy, yeah. And it's it's a they have similar voices, so like yeah. that makes sense. But like, just picture that beautiful baritone like sound. I'm there. It's gorgeous. It's anyway, love it. Um, so Peppa's about to reach the end of her rope again on the verge. Um, and she prepares a batch of gazpacho laced with sedatives in anticipation of Ivan's return. Oh boy. Okay. Well, hey, he, hey, hey. Gazpacho is cold soup. Hey, first of all, I do love that there's a hyperlink in this. Sure. Like, to what, what is, is gazpacho? gazpacho? Yeah. Um, I, just as a, guys, don't drug your boyfriends. Just don't do it. Don't, don't, don't drug your people. I mean, don't we drug can't your partners. tell you what to do. I am heavily encouraging you not to do this thing. That's all I'm saying Um. It's not, it hasn't worked out. I will tell you, it probably will not work out the way you think it will. Ever. It yeah. will never work out the way you think it will. So, like, yeah. again, we're not here to tell you what to do, but I'm not going to I'm not going to can't give legal advice, but. Right. But it's also not legal to do this. Okay, so I'm going to move on now, but, like, don't do that. Um, <laughs> she sure. is interrupted by the arrival of Candela, seeking refuge from both <laughs> the terrorists and the police. <laughs> and by um, Carlos and Marissa who, through a series of mix-ups, have found Peppa's address on their list of apartments for rent. 
Um, yeah. Her apartment, not for rent, but that's great. Yeah. Um, as they dis as they're disparate. Oh gosh, that was a word that I wasn't prepared yep. for. As their disparate lives and stories become uh, begin to come together, the women all start to come apart. Papa learns that Ivan is leaving town with another woman. Marissa realizes her future with Carlos is about to slip away. Candela, <laughs> trapped and terrified and unable to get Papa's attention the other way, jumps off the top <gasps> of the penthouse terrace just as things seem... No, just as things, yeah, can't get any more complicated. The doctor announces that Papa's uh, test results, she's pregnant. So what a shock. Um, and then they all sing this song the song called act. On the Verge. Sure, it's, it's great. The first act. It's really good. I want to talk about the writing of this song okay. because it's... Um, it's just so well written and there's so much dissonance in the harmonies yeah. that really create this like sense of like tension in the listener. And I just, that it's really very intelligently written. Um, so nice job. Yeah. Zach, you <laughs> fucking do it. You know, you are okay. <laughs> You're fine. You, you've written some okay stuff. You did some stuff. It's a, it's Great a big stuff. It's a will. good, um, I like, good, okay. <laughs> it's a good, I like it as a first act closer too, because it's like very climactic, like very yes. like, Whoa! Everything yeah. is happening. So, yeah, it's yeah. uh, I yeah, I just think, and then like, yeah, the the tempo increases and increases yes. and increases, which is really really. But smart. it like built it built it does a really good job musically, like building it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 man. All right. Sometime during the intermission, this is Act Two. Sometime during the intermission, Candela has changed her mind and she can't go through with it, so she has not, <laughs> not jumped, jumped off, off the yeah. building. Um, Peppa and Carlos pull her back to safety. Shaken and upset, Candela tells them of her tormented infatuation with the wild and romantic Malik. We hear about Malik and model behavior. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, just hooked up. His name it. is Malik and he's so strong. Da, da, da. Is that, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, as soon as she uh, saw the grenade belt, she knew something was up. That's uh, that's the line <laughs> from the that's fine. All right. Uh, so now the police are searching for him, and she's afraid she'll be arrested for harboring, harboring a fugitive, which is valid. That's, like, a legit fear. Sure. Carlos suggests that they talk to his mother's attorney, Paulina Morales. Um, noticing Carlos's attraction to the beautiful and fragile uh, Candela, Marissa retreats to the kitchen. Ooh, snap. Where she unknowingly drinks the sedative Leif's gazpacho and passes out. Sure, this is why you shouldn't drug your boyfriends, because, like, well, some other random girl's going to drink it. Unless, unless you're really good at it, but no, I'm I mean, just kidding. Okay. Thank <laughs> God. Um, as Papa <laughs> heads off... stage left does not condone <laughs> drugging or adding sedatives to people who do not want them. No. Don't do that. Okay. Um, sure, anyway. So Peppa heads off to get the attorney's help. Outside her building, Peppa has a moment alone where she considers the news of her pregnancy through memories of her own mother, and she sings Mother's Day, which is lovely. Yeah. Um, she is joined by her pious concierge, who senses Peppa's troubles and tries to reassure her that things have a way of working sure. out. Okay, so the concierge is played by Mary Beth Pell. You may remember Mary Beth Pell previously as the Grand Dowager from Anastasia. Got it. And as I referred to her, Grams from Dawson's Creek. <laughs> so that is the reference point that you now have. Continue. Excellent. Also, another super white lady, but Grams whatever. from Dawson's Creek. Bro, I think ever. I mean, here's the thing. As we discussed previously on Anastasia, if you haven't listened to that, go back to that episode. She's had, like, a prolific acting career as, like, a character actress. But my generation will potentially know her most as Grams. Grams from, Dawson's, from Creek. Dawson's Creek. Love that for you. But she was also an Anastasia. Okay, what up? She says, sometimes you think you're praying for one thing, but God knows better. What? Okay. I... Uh, Sure. Okay. Fine. Cool. Fine. 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 Uh, as she, <laughs> I don't know if I like that. Like, okay. I don't like it at all. I like how we're just like okay. Like it's supposed to be this adorable, like profound thing. We're like, I hate that. No. 
whatever. Uh. Um, so as she heads towards the lawyer's office, Peppa is unaware of the woman, uh, unaware that the woman Ivan is involved with is the same woman she's about to meet. Her name is Paulina. Um, so, yep. sure. So Paulina is his ex-wife's lawyer. Yes. Sure. That's Ivan. You gotta get Ivan, out there, pal. There's a lot of women out there. Maybe you weaved a web. Maybe here. date outside this group. Ivan, we got to make better choices. Yes. So, Paulina, uh, although she tries to revisit Ivan's pleas to go... Resist. Oh, my God. What's wrong with me? It's okay. Reading... It's because it's nighttime and my eyes don't work anymore. I mean, sometimes you struggle to read in the morning (laughs) times, too. So, like, I appreciate it's nighttime, but I'm just not going to give that to you. Fine. Um, Although she tries to resist Ivan's pleas to go away with him, he eventually seduces her with this philosophy of eternal love. And he sings a song called Yesterday tomorrow and today which again sung by ryan six mitchell is golden like, voice lovely yeah it's like, it's like, like fun i song. also would go with you fine yeah and he talks about like how like they're colorful and like what color each day is it's really cool um and i would i would go with you. <laughs> sure you Fuck got it. let's go let's pack a bag or don't i don't know peppa arrives to see paulina and is confused by the attorney's hostile reception and refusal to help candela meanwhile back at the apartment carlos and candela have found themselves growing closer Ugh. Sorry, Marissa. Well, um, as they oh, they discover a note outlining Malik's plans for an attack on the main courthouse and anonymously call the police to warn them. As the various characters all try to sort out the mess their, of their intertwining lives in a song called Tangled. Sure, very good. That's another fun one. Like, it's just yeah. another fun one where they're all like, you. the show is interesting because you have kind of all of these, like, plot lines which I think different from like typical musicals where you have like your A plot and your B plot. Yeah. This is like A B C D plot, and they're all kind of, but they're, they're all, all intermingled. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's not one that I think that is like less important than the other. Yeah, and it's all kind of there. Um, so yeah, I mean, at the courthouse, Lucy is heard um, presenting her petition against Ivan to the magistrates. She demands that her story must be heard in a song called "Invisible." Um, as she becomes more unraveled, her case is dismissed and she realizes that she has been left with only one solution. She must find a way to make Ivan disappear for good. That's right. This is again on the verge, a fucking verge. <laughs> really intense. Sure. We're not there. This is not, this isn't the level of verge that we're Ugh, at. Well, we're I mean, not, maybe like, a couple weeks ago, but people. like, we're fine. Um, I mean, I wouldn't. I'm not trying to disappear anybody. Uh, No. No, I don't need anyone to uh, No, I'll say this. I'm at uh, the point of, like, looking at alternative things in which I fell down a hole the other day about, like, uh, hypnosis. Okay. And about, like, how, can hypnosis help you and, like, what is it? And then I did a Google search. Turns out there's a lot of people in this area that, like, do, yes, that do hypnosis oh, therapy. And I was like, interesting. And there's a whole thing. You, like, become certified. But I also was like, some of these things that you're certified, I'm like, is this a real thing, though? Like. You know what I mean? Like you're certified, yeah. but like it's by the board, by the board of like you know whatever. So anyway, uh, I don't know. Yeah, man. Uh, okay, well that's cool. Um, <laughs> Talk about it offline. She's trying to get a way to make Ivan disappear. Peppa returns home and informs Candela that their only safe recourse is to leave town for a little while. Um, besides, there's nothing more t- for her to do here. There's nothing more for her here. Uh, the song is called Island Reprise. It's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Just as she and Candela are about to go, the police arrive, having traced the anonymous phone tip to Peppa's number. Well, that was misguided. Um, sure. Lucia arrives as well in search of Ivan and demanding to know where he is. Peppa puts the pieces together and realizes that he is at the courthouse about to run off with Paulina. 
She tries to go after them, but is stopped by two officers. Peppa concedes and graciously offers them a glass of the sedative-laced <laughs> gazpacho. Handy! There it is. Um, they pass out. And before Peppa can stop her, Lucia grabs the officer's gun <laughs> and heads off to the courthouse to kill Ivan. I'll tell you, it's a little fun. And in the bootleg I watched, it's like fun. But it's Patty LuPone unhinged. Yeah, man. It's kind of fun. Nothing's better. <laughs> well, because I think, like, as we know from potentially things we've heard about in the news, she she doesn't give two shits about being like, get off your phone. Or, oh, like, I love I Like, love when that she does, so you know, when she, like, calls people out. So her being unhinged and being like, I'm going to go kill him and taking love uh, a gun, I think is fun. Sure, her as Mrs. Lovett, like, yeah, get, gets unhinged, and that's it's right. good. Real good. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So, a chase ensues, and uh, Peppa arrives just in time to warn Ivan and save him from Lucia's gunshot. Um, the bullet um, providentially, providentially sure. wounded Malik, turning Lucia into wrote this, into the Wikipedia really, like, exercised the old thesaurus. Sure, they really did it. So, yeah. anyway, the bullet hits Malik and turns Lucia into a national heroine. So, like, good job, Lucia. Um, Ivan thanks Peppa and realizes how much he really cares for her. This is fucked also, by the well, way. <laughs> sure. This is when it, like, falls apart. We were like, so she saves his life and he's like, you know what? I do like you. Yeah. And that's like. You're okay. Okay. Well. I don't care for that. But anyway. So he's like, I do care for you. And all he wants is for the two of them to go home and pretend this day never happened. And they sing a song called Lie to Me Reprise. Uh, Fine. Peppa does want that, but recalls her concierge's words from earlier. She kisses Ivan goodbye and exits. Yeah, because good. if it takes a near-death experience for you to realize that you want to be with me, then fuck um, off, dude. I think sometimes that can happen, but in a way where you, you potentially have to have more conversation about it than just like, let's pretend today never happened. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, no, no, no. Great. We're not doing that. Um, because like he was about to leave her. Like, yeah. no. Well, and... Have you been cheating on her this whole time? So feels like, like it feels like the okay. answer is yes. Um, so yeah, no. Um, so she kisses Ivan goodbye and exits. Peppa returns home, is greeted by her concierge, who tells Peppa that she's been praying for her all day. Peppa smiles and she thinks she, it may have worked. <laughs> okay, she heads upstairs to begin her new life as the women gather and joyfully look toward the future. And they sing a song called <laughs> "Shoes from Heaven." End of Act Two. End of show. Yep, there it is. Well, it's the show is interesting because it kind of doesn't tie up all the loose ends, so whatevs. But it's like uh, this is my complaint about the show is that you have all these things happening that are interesting, like these women, like uh, how men have made them crazy and how you know all this stuff, and then it just wraps up so fast it's where quick, you're like, yeah. well, Bing Bang Boom, she's a hero. You don't want to be with him. Bye. Like it just to me it feels rushed. And maybe like a little, and like a little not thoughtful, like where it's just like, well, we didn't really think this through. Because women and their nervous breakdowns, like what the fuck ever, you know what I'm saying? Totally. Um. So yeah, in 2011, it was nominated for two Tony Awards. Uh, did not win. I'm sorry, three nominations, but two in the same category. So, uh, best score and Laura Benanti and Patti Lupone were both nominated for best featured actress in a musical. Uh, did not win those. Yeah. Drama Desk. Laura Benanti did win the Drama Desk for that, which is cool. Um, well, so sure, neat. you keep going. I was going to say, the interesting thing is this is one of those, like, potentially less known, but it's based on a film. Oh, I didn't know uh, Yeah, Pedro, and I'm going to, like, butcher his name, but he's, like, um, Pedro Aldem... Oh, crap. Aldo, uh, Alm- Almodovar? No, I'm going to tell you, that's very wrong, but that is... Um... I'm sorry, I don't know Spanish. Um, but the movie uh, was uh, Carmen Mora and Antonio Banderas. <laughs> Excellent. And it was nominated in, in 1988 for Academy Award for Best Foreign Language Film. It was in Spanish. 
Checks out, checks out. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of, so it's an interesting, like, this becomes one of those ones that you're like, whoa, interesting. Yeah. Um, Carmen Mar- uh, Mara played Peppa. Antonio Banderas was Carlos. Interesting. So who's who's playing Ivan then? That's what I want to know. Fernando Gillian. Cool. But I think it is. Oh, I don't sure. It, it, well, after Antonio Banderas, it was a bunch of like sp- Spanish people um, because it's a Spanish speaking film. Um, but I guess it is like a lot of the same things happen. Like Peppa returns home to find her answering machine filled with frantic messages from her friend Candela uh, before she rips out the phone mm. and throws it out the window. Um, out. Oh, and this it says Carlos, Ivan's son with Lucia, his previous lover. Arrives with his snobbish fiance Marissa. Oh, so in that way, so potentially makes more snobby. sense where he's like doesn't want to marry her or whatever. Got it. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Um, let's see. Candela <laughs> does try to still kill herself by jumping off the balcony. Uh, let's see. I mean, it just is one of those things where like uh, it's based on a movie, which I think is important to note. Yeah. And basically, it follows almost the exact same plot. That's. I mean. Cool. That's a. It's nice. You know what's interesting to me is that the movie, like it. This musical came out in like 2010 or 11 yeah. or something. The movie came out in 88, 88. which I yeah. think is like that's so far. Well, removed. to to like I don't know to like do it. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. So the policemen still get knocked. I was, the ending I think is a little bit different. Hmm. Carlos and Candela fell asleep. Fall asleep on the sofa because they all eat the gazpacho. Lucia Lucia aims a policeman's gun at Peppa, who figures out that Ivan is going to Stockholm with Paulina, and their fight is is the one of, and their flight is the one the terrorists are planning to hijack. Oh, so a little different. That is different. Lucia says she says that she faked being sane when she heard Ivan's voice dubbed on a foreign film. She throws the gazpacho in Peppa's face and rushes to the airport to kill Ivan. Yikes! Well, this is where that surely got changed because they couldn't do like a plane on the set. Probably, uh, yeah. Peppa chases her in a cab with her neighbor, Anna. Who's Anna? <laughs> at the airport, Lucia sees Ivan and Paulina at security and aims her gun at them. Peppa thwarts the murder attempt by rolling a luggage cart at Lucia before fainting. Ivan rushes... Ivan rushes... Sure, Yvonne, I think, is in the... Oh, yeah. we've been saying Ivan Well, I'm going to tell you... No, no, no. In this one, it has the little guy above it. Mm. In ours, it didn't. Uh, rushes to Peppa's aid and apologizes for the way he's been treating her, offering to talk things out with her. Peppa, however, declares it is now too late and leaves. She returns to her home, which is a mess. Peppa sits on her balcony where Marissa has just awakened. The women chat, sharing a moment of tranquility, and Peppa finally reveals what she wanted to tell Ivan. She is pregnant. Mm. So, a little bit different of an ending, but the plot, for the most part, pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's, it's kind of a bummer at the end, but I don't think you're ever expected to have, like, it's never, I don't think it presents itself as a show that you're expecting to have a happy ending, so sure. that's fine. Um, I do like that she rejected Ivan slash Ivan. I don't remember how they say his name on the recording now, and I, I just listened to I think it. It's, so. I think they say Ivan, but maybe, I don't know, maybe no, maybe we don't know. I'm very sorry. Who sorry if you're, like, a huge fan of this show and we're, like, sure. just fucking it up. Sorry that we, uh, sorry, I'm, I took German and Latin too. and Greek, yeah, so. Yeah, me too. Neither one of us are Spanish peeps, and we're sorry. Yeah. Um, my husband has started to do Duolingo. Uh, Ooh. Spanish oh, okay. and Duolingo. How's that going? Uh, fine. It's funny, because, like, he'll just be, like, talking out of nowhere, like, in a different part of the house, and be like, oh, he's on the phone with somebody. And then you hear, like, the little, like, doo-doo. And, like, <laughs> like, and then there's, like, a little Spanish, like, oh, like a right. little girl's voice or something. <laughs> oh, sure. Where you're like, that's, like, oh, God, talking. is there a child What's here? What's going on here? Yeah, it's a um, whole thing, so... 
Okay. Um, so yeah, that's happening at my house. Um, I do like this show a lot. I think, uh, like I said, the white people doing the accents is a little not okay for me, and it kind of takes away. I think it would potentially be okay if you just eliminated the accent. I understand it was like originally a Spanish film, but like, uh, you could still just set it in Madrid and just be like, these people are here, and they sing it in English. Oh, this is what I was looking for. So, well, he's directed some other stuff, but he directed a film called Valver. Uh, who, which was Penelope Cruz in 2006. It's really good. If you, I don't, I don't know where you like go to, I have it on DVD, but, um, Karen can, she uses, she'll let you borrow it. Sure. (laughs) It's, uh, it's like really good. Sure. Send us, DM us. Um, we'll we'll mail it to you. Exactly. (laughs) Make some copies. But it's like, it's really good. And then I was trying to, I think he did something else, but now I don't, maybe not. I thought he, mm, no, you talking about Pedro? Yeah, man, but okay. I don't know. Okay, so anyway, but I knew he did a movie I liked oh. or like knew, but that was it. Okay, okay, cool. tangent over. That's okay. Tangents are fine. Thank you. I feel fine about it. Um, but yeah, so that's that's a show. <laughs> okay, as always, because I, I I love when Wikipedia includes this response, and it says the oh, show yes. baffled critics. Well, uh, cool. our good friend Ben Brantley of ben the New Brantley! York Times said. Packed with talent and creativity, and a cast and crew bristling with Tony Awards, yep. Woman on the Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown is nonetheless a sad casualty of its own wandering mind. Damn. It keeps changing directions the way a teenage girl changes clothes before a first date. Oh, okay. sexist. But here's what I'm going to say about that. First of all, yes, sexist, Ben Brantley. But I also think that, like, that's the intention, because you're supposed to feel unhinged the whole time. I agree. So, so Brantley missed it. You sure, missed the point. Uh, he goes on to say, No sooner does the Lincoln Center Theater production start to develop a character or land a joke or sell a song than it switches gears and races onto another person or plot point of the number that is, in turn, left incomplete. That's but the that's point. the point. Yeah, ben. I agree. All right. Here's the thing. I agree. Where you are meant to feel off kilter because these women feel off kilter. That's the whole point. Yeah. yeah. Like they're they're just having active. F you, Ben Brantley. So I don't like Ben, sometimes I agree with you. This time I think <laughs> sure. you were stupid. Um you just not understanding how I would love works. to know who Jessica Beale must have been Marissa, the like oh, the... nonish singing sure. uh, fiance. Probably. Well, because I don't think she sings. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um I know, yep. Matthew Morrison could not have been anyone other than Yvonne slash Ivan, the golden-voiced... Uh... No, 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 but not with, no, because that was the one with Paulo Schott in it. Oh, was it? Yeah. Matthew Morrison, I bet, was Carlos. Probably Carlos. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Paulo Schott. My bad, my bad. Is it? Okay, so anyway, that's um, that's all I have to say about this show. <laughs> it's fun. Uh, uh, I would, if I were ever get to like be in it, I'd like to be Candela. She's really funny. I think, here's Maybe the thing, it's one it of now. those, uh, you know, we talk a lot about top tier, you know, second tier, third tier. Oh, yeah, this is yeah. a third tier show. Like, yes. I think only really, like, musical theater people know it. And even then, I don't think, I don't think a ton of, like, it's just it's not. It's a show that not everyone will recognize. Um, well, and it doesn't have the same cult following, like, you know, Heathers, I think I always put into that, like, third tier of, like, really musical people, musical theater people know it, but it's, like, got a cult following. Yeah. This one, I don't think has that. Potentially... I don't know. I would be interested. I don't always love how it's set in like 1987. Um, 87 provides you with some really fun costume opportunities. Sure. Laura Benanti looks great in this show. In I'm, a like fun way. Like high pony kind of way. Um, well, and like bangle. You can't really crop top. update it because there's so, there's too many plot points that like hinge on it. Like the answering machine. Well, and, and now terrorists are mean a different thing yes. in the world. Yeah. That's a good point too. Like that. We can't really. You would have to have a commentary on it. It couldn't just be yeah. like your C plot point. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. 
So yeah, that's um okay. That's it. Um, okay, let's do on a scale of um really healthy, good mental health. Oh God. To uh poor like ooh getting admitted. Oh my God. Mental health. What would you give this? Okay, can I ask for some clarification? So. <laughs> Getting admitted means you like the show, or getting admitted means n- n- no, no, no. I think, uh, yeah, I think yes, because in the context of this show, okay, you want to join these women on the, being on the verge of a nervous breakdown. Okay, um, I am like, I'm at the beginning of model behavior. Okay, um, we we're just like, hey, pick up the phone. Hey, pick up the phone. I'm feeling very anxious. Sure, please come. Please, please get here. Maybe like beginning slash first third of model behavior sure Uh, because i do really enjoy it uh the fake spanish accents to me are like mm, a little strange uh it's not the escapism that you that i always enjoy when i go see theater you know what i mean no so that that to me is like hard the other funny thing is like it was 2010 so they're definitely like hispanic latino people yeah (laughs) that they could have put in this no but that's okay tony award winners all of them get them all in there sure um so yeah like if this was revived today yeah. It no, would be all it would be Spanish, right. Latino people. Yeah. people. W- they'd probably do it in Spanish or something. Yeah, you know Spanish, what I mean? Like yeah. they did with West Side Story. Ooh, sure. Um, that would actually be really sure. cool. But, um, uh, so yeah, you, you like mid- first third of, of model behavior. Sure. That, that I, I'm at, I've seen a doctor <laughs> and I'm talking to someone. <laughs> I think it's a, here's the thing. I think it's a super fun show and I like it. I think the music is really, here's the thing. I'm hot and cold about the music. I think there's some really good songs. Some and then I, just keep like and then they're, forever, correct. And then there are some where you're like, skip. Uh, and so, other than that, I mean, listen, comfort. Listen, model behavior alone. Comfort model behavior. Stay for the golden voice of Brian Stokes Mitchell. Sure, the microphone is an excellent yeah. song because it's very funny and also Brian Stokes Mitchell. So, like, yeah, that's that's where I'm at. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, hey, I think we did it. Let's go ahead, guys. Uh, if you have any thoughts and feelings about the show, you can always find us at Downstage PC. Downstage, Downstage left, left PC. PC. Sure, I forgot. Yeah. Uh. On all the socials and downstagelovepcgmail.com if you have something longer to tell us or you have a request or is there's a show you would like to know more about but you are too lazy to do the Google search or on it. Or you want to hear our thoughts on it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, here's special, the thing. Like, yeah. We have hear thoughts our thoughts. Always. Well, the point of this is our thoughts. So, like, yes. It's yeah. weird if you're listening to this and you don't want to hear our thoughts. That is weird. Like, what do you – maybe are we like an ass – like, go to sleep? Nope. Okay. No, uh, here's the thing. There is a small handful of children that, that are my students that listen actively just so they can hear me swear. Just so, like, I don't know. They know amazing. I'm a real person. Honestly, like, I don't good know. for you. So, good for children listening to hear Lauren swear, good for you. I yep. support you. Uh, okay. Uh, I think that's it. I'm going to say uh, exit stage left, followed by Peppa throwing an answering machine at you. <laughs>